0: Well, I could wrap a bow around you and slap on a price tag. The story of how two brothers and five other
1: men parlayed a small business loan into a thriving paper goods concern is a long and interesting one. And here it is.
2: I beat
3: Rock Lesnar at the Greatest Royal Rumble. So that means I am the uncrowned Universal Champion.
2: Uh, I could pull a better cartoon out of my... <laughs> hey, whoa! Wasn't that great, kids? Well, it's time! It's time! It's Vader Time, time, time! time!
1: We don't have our uh, regularly scheduled music to, go, to kick off the Alleged Wrestling Podcast because the man called Vader has died. Uh, boys, what's the crack? Nicky, Gordo, Steve. Asher. Yeah,
2: sure. Asher. Ah, sure. Ah, tired. Tired. He's tired. Tired. We'll get to that as well. <laughs> you slept all day, dickhead.
1: <laughs> Maybe he's like me. He had a Jurassic World park to, to keep going. <laughs> I was just that
2: agitated t-rex steve oh my god
1: I, I i've uh i've sectioned off a good 45 minutes at the end of this to talk about how great this game is. <laughs> <laughs> i haven't i haven't don't worry please stay um, yeah um, sad news vader passed away i was kind of heartened to see it wasn't full of people being dicks about the whole osprey thing recently mm. and it was just about the the older stuff which was cool um yeah pretty sad Wrestling fans can be good when they when they
3: want to be, and it was a time to be good. Yeah,
1: when a man four hundred pound man can do a moonsault, I mean, gotta love that.
2: Yeah. He he, he just scared the living shit out of so many people, uh, myself included. Like in a in an era where you had everyone else being starting to get more character driven and more kind of quirky and shit and funny and edgy, he literally just went out there and just battered the fuck out of people. It was. <laughs> it was incredible like uh, yeah it's a shame to see and I kind of wish he got into the Hall of Fame when he was alive I know Fo- uh, Foley had been pushing for what three or four years now at this stage and it would have been nice to see him go in but hopefully next year
0: yeah like they knew they knew this was coming so they knew they could have had an opportunity to get him in before Gosh.
3: this is one of the big failings with WWE they don't react quick enough to things that they know is going to happen yeah um but yeah like he, he opened doors for many people like you look at the likes of keith lee and even jeff cobb to a degree they're big guys doing things that big guys shouldn't do and they really kind of set the bar for that sort of stuff
1: yeah um did you see the video or the kind of i think it was a gif going around of when he was wrestling ken shamrock on raw or something oh, um, yeah yeah, he he told him to ease up on a shot and he told him once and then Ken Shamrock didn't ease up and he wasn't told a second time. <laughs> Absolutely leveled him. Uh, <laughs> I, th- I think he put him spark out because I didn't see him move after that. But yeah, ah, a sad day. It is. Another big man who has uh, gone in a different way. Big Cass released uh, seemingly out of nowhere and there doesn't seem to be any solid info as to why. But it was interesting. No future endeavors in the message. Uh, what was Enzo's line? They ain't even wish me luck on my future endeavors. It's funny that Cass got the same. Yep. Uh, one year to the day since revealing to Enzo on Raw that he was the one that was attacking him. That's pretty fucked up. That is <laughs> it's a weird coincidence. But it's amazing <laughs> how this tag team that came up from NXT, and I was in the building when they debuted on Raw, and the place exploded, everyone knew their stuff, and that two years <laughs> later, they're both gone. Mm-hmm. It's crazy.
3: It's no surprise that when they broke up that tag team, it all went to shit. Yeah, yeah. But apparently, if rumors are to be believed, it's kind of twofold insofar as that Cass started to take liberties in uh, in the ring and in with his character work, insofar as beating up the the official term midget for uh, that guy in uh, where was it Canada was it there that time? Yeah, uh, and also on the european tour that they've just come back from apparently he was over consuming in alcohol and was resulted in being locked accidentally in a toilet on a bus and broke down the door because the latch actually got broken while he was in there and that went down badly with the higher ups and a few other things that were drink related as well so i think it was just a combination of too many things
1: yeah it's the one thing fair enough all that other stuff obviously be more professional he disobeyed Vince's order about hitting the, the little person. Um, yeah. And me and Rory were talking about this. He should have done that.
2: Mm-hmm. It added to it. It added yeah. so much.
1: He was right. Vince was wrong there. But he still should. Vince says jump, you hop. Simple oh, yeah. as. Exactly. Um, no, they
0: always say it's easier to ask for forgiveness than ask for permission.
1: Exactly. Unfortunately, he is no longer in the same building with Vince anymore to do that. But. <laughs> no,
0: in, in
3: this industry, where where you kind of go off your own back and you make something better, you should be rewarded for that. You shouldn't. Uh, you shouldn't be punished just because you went against the uh, the
1: director's orders. The story was that basically Daniel Bryan was supposed to come out and stop the beatdown or stop it before it happened, but they didn't want to put him on TV because this was after the the greatest Royal Rumble and mm-hmm. roderick strong had beat his chest to live and fuck and they didn't want to put him on tv yeah i don't know why they didn't put him in a t-shirt a <laughs> <laughs> simple solution call yeah. me crazy he wrestled that night against nakamura in the fucking dark match
2: mm-hmm. a lot of uh, unexpected saves where someone runs in they're wearing a t-shirt because they're in the middle of getting ready so yeah um yeah well, it's it's poor d bright did wrestle
3: the dark match so there was no lights on
1: so nobody saw his
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's how it works um but Enzo and Cass, uh, how has... What the fuck? Can we, it's incredible. To, to kind of pay tribute to the glaring
3: omission of our conversation so far is that of that faction, Mela is now the one who's the most... <laughs>
2: what the fuck she, up? she was right. She's been telling us all along, Mela is money. <laughs> That's true. And her taxes are now paying for the two boys.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: like... What money would you have got on a, a what odds paddy bet when you saw that the, the three of them in NXT and Caramel would be the first to be a world champion or any champion and still be employed? Uh, crazy, we probably should have seen that coming
3: with um, how Vince McMahon likes his women. So, yeah, yeah but, but it,
1: Vince
2: McMahon likes big, sweaty men, he also likes his talkers, <laughs> <laughs> just not <laughs> yeah. Smack Talker Skywalker. No, you
0: could merge all three of those into the one person.
2: Oh, perfect. Man.
1: <laughs> Still, Enzo is the better wrestler of the three of them. I won't have a word said against it. There he uh, are. Uh, who is. Who is he? He's better than Cass. He's better than Carmella. Wrestler. Huh? You're a yeah, f- sports
2: entertainer, then. I would nearly put him as the weaker of the three of them, wrestling wise. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh,
3: and
2: his
0: finisher mad. was tag in Cass.
2: Oh, oh come on. You're
1: in,
3: in the ring. Oh look. I don't know. He could sell better than anyone because, you know, there probably wasn't much selling involved because he was getting his ass handed to him. But in terms of offensive
1: wrestling ability, that man was very limited. Nobody defined it. All I said was in the ring, sports entertainer. Anyway, it doesn't matter. There's no saving you. You're all wrong and you know
2: it. Nope. So, <laughs> a bigger question How long until we see real one and tall one in the impact zone?
1: <laughs> I, one of them is going to take them up. I don't think Enzo wants to go back to wrestling no.
2: Castle do huge in Japan
1: Money, money Real one's all about that money Anyway, we'll move on to uh, WWE UK So boys, you're just back from the uh, Was it the Royal Albert Hall in London After the WWE UK tournament Spoiled a lot
0: Spoilers Spoiler warning, major spoiler warning
2: <laughs> What's this? You wish to find somewhere where you can get spoilers on this Why well, Steve, I have just a place where you can find all of them <laughs>
1: <laughs> how did you get on what did you think of the two shows fantastic two
0: nights Bo- boat nights are fantastic uh, the crowd were well into it wasn't sold out but they moved we were we had tickets up the top very back cheap tickets we got upgraded boat nights so don't complain second night up to where we were there was people up in that section so they it was they just basically first come first or everything for the, the benefits that night
1: the we got a
2: box, motherfuckers.
1: Following it along on Two Bit Wrestling on Twitter. Uh, what's the story with the bucket of the Stella, and how do I get one? <laughs>
2: you, you have to beat money. up your wife.
1: That's <laughs> how <laughs> so you get it. uh, uh looked pretty fancy. You had your, you had your kind of. Was it the, you know, the two old men in Sesame Street sitting off stage <laughs> <laughs> with a bucket of
2: Stella? Statler and Wardorf isn't it? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> Um. But yeah, how did? How did? What was the? the best match and who kind of stole the show
2: possibly the tag match on night two between uh, mustache mountain uh, against O'Reilly and Roddy strong mm-hmm. terrific match uh, the results as people if they followed us on twitter.com slash bit wrestling but no uh, we have new NXT tag team champions but uh, just terrific match a couple of false finishes. It was kind of the match that really showed that the UK guys belong on this level. From my eyes anyway. Put seeing them in there with like the best tag team at NXT. It just showed that they belong on that level and it was great to see.
1: And how did uh, one Zach Gibson, Liverpool the number one, get on? Did he I did he my voice role? Is
0: still fucked because of him? <laughs>
2: <laughs> we forgot to buy the streps before yeah. night. <laughs>
0: But no, he got booed out of the building as always. So it was good to see. Uh, he was great. He was great in all what four matches he had over the course of the,
2: yeah. And days. he didn't even look even the slightest bit gassed in the last match, which is he only had one match. Obviously, the second night, but uh, looked absolutely no way gassed was going as hard as he at the final bell as he was at the start. Just yeah, great show from him.
1: And what did they do last sixteen quarters and semis on the first night? Is it
2: no, right, no? The
0: whole tournament finished for the first night.
1: Okay. So what was it? Three matches then. So last eight, last four quarter final,
0: and... semi final, final. Okay.
1: Yeah. Oh, and then he faced Pete on the next night.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so the the first night was all tournament matches barred. There was a dark match and there was the, the six man tag, match. women's match, and a six man tag between um
2: Unisputed Era and British Strongstyle, which was awesome as well. That was that was match at the night and night one. Yeah.
1: Very good. Uh, they're being they're airing next Monday and Tuesday, is it? Yeah, yes,
2: next Monday, Monday and Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, there was one scary moment. Uh, the women's match was supposed to be a fatal four way. Um, Ginny took a bit of a nasty tumble on a dive to the outside. From it was it was Tony's dive, wasn't it? And uh, no, it was I think it was
0: Killer Kelly's dive, but she slipped when she was coming down. Is yes. it Killer Kelly or like Ari the I can't remember which, but it was one of them. Yeah,
2: you know because Tony was wife from all, they were the three yeah. involved in it. But yeah, and yeah, Ginny came off the worst from it, and they threw up the dreaded X, and the whole crowd kind of we just went dead silent. Um, poor girl, only just back from injury, but uh, luckily she put up on Twitter she's not badly hurt. So she was walking was, okay the second night, right? yeah. She came out, there was a procession basically of all of them where they kind of shook hands with all the fans and everything at the end of night, too. Um, and she was part of that, and she she looked okay anyway, was moving freely enough and didn't seem too rattled or and So good to see, but uh, they restarted that match after a certain announcement from Triple H, hmm. uh, as a triple threat match because obviously she wasn't able to go on. So fair play to the three women being able to go back and. Throw together a match in the space of 10 minutes because it went from the four way to the three way, and it was a really good match. So, looking forward to watching that back.
3: But, God. what was that announcement, Gordo?
2: The announcement, uh, Fitz, I can't believe you of all people didn't follow this on twitter.com forward slash <laughs> two <Twitter> wrestling. Uh, <laughs> you are shameless. <laughs> <laughs> How well do you know me? Um, too well. Um, what yeah. Oh, oh half the time they, they don't even realize they're victims <laughs> <laughs> move on <laughs> <laughs> allegedly um but yes yeah, so the announcement from one triple h was the announcement of an upcoming new brand nxt uk where it is going to be the best that the uk has to offer they're introducing a women's division a new tag team division uh, obviously expanding their, their men's roster out a bit. There are four sets of tapings announced from the end of July up until, I believe, November is the latest one. And yeah, uh, Liverpool's is November. Liverpool's November. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so they're going to start taping for a weekly show. So literally run the exact same as NXT, just with the UK uh, guys in it. Now, myself and Nicky were kind of speculating a bit on it. Uh, on the way back from night two, we were wondering to kind of try and drive hype And maybe drive ticket sales for some of these. Might they keep doing kind of like what they've done with this, where they might have one or two NXT stars come over just to kind of drive the sales a bit, make sure there's always a decent crowd in for it, but obviously have the main spotlight beyond the UK side of things. Um, But yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like it's great to see and just kind of mixed. There's mixed stuff online about what people are kind of saying, I, obviously most people are delighted about it, but there is always the worry of where's the exclusivity going to come into it with the contracts. There's the worry yeah. that it's
0: going to be the whole territory system in the United States being taken over, same as Vince did mm-hmm. the, in the 80s all over again.
3: It's possible, but sure, look at it, you have to kind of give them the benefit of the doubt until proven wrong, I think, at this stage. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And to add on to this, it looks like they're also taking a, WWE also to get a bigger moves into the Japanese market. I don't know if you saw this earlier.
2: No,
0: apparently they have a and they're now starting a working relationship with um, oh my god, what's the name of the company? Second biggest Japanese company, Noah. Noah, yeah, thank you.
2: Really, they were yep. fact, only like three months ago.
0: Now, apparently, the that uh, Kenta is going to be making an appearance for Noah. Shit.
2: Hmm. Interesting,
3: yeah, that could be uh. Shots fired sort of a scenario.
1: <laughs> my God. Why can't they get a working relationship with New Japan? No <laughs> Triple H wants that. Yeah. Let's a uh, working relationship. Balor back. Nakamura back. The, the good <laughs> brothers. And let them stay there.
2: And um, maybe maybe have that mega match of the Elite against the New Day in an actual fucking wrestling ring this time.
3: Luge,
1: yeah. I think that's going to happen.
0: It will. I have a feeling that might. yet. Or if... It won't be for the one to try him from the Six Lads part. Anyway, they're definitely all trying it. All everything mm-hmm. they can't.
2: They're, they're all in. All in they on it. They are all in on it.
0: <laughs> uh, and also today in, in Triple H uh, doing stuff news, May they announced the dates for the Mayon Classic this year. Oh, it's
2: another hmm. one. Yep. yep. Mayon Classic.
0: The second Mayon Classic. I had the dates up a second ago. i going to them.
2: Tape the 8th and ninth of August. They don't know when it's, it's going to air. I'm, assume, I'm assuming that's only round one and maybe round two. Mm-hmm. Um... Liked it done the last time. But uh, yeah, 32-woman tournament, taping the 8th and 9th of August. Yeah. So I assume From
1: the final last final uh, takeover SummerSlam weekend, probably?
2: Well, it depends how quick they turn it out. Because I mean, the last one dragged out for about eight or nine weeks. Yeah, it could be a lot closer. That
0: was after SmackDown. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Hmm.
2: I, I'd like if they did it, though. As you said, I'd okay. like if they actually done it on a takeover. I mean, if they, if they start recording it, then Leave it for a couple of weeks before they air the first episode, and maybe drag it out to uh, Survivor Series weekend. Mm, yeah, I have it on that takeover, maybe. But uh, yeah, that's huge. And he did hint that there being more women's wrestling related announcements coming soon uh, during one of his press conferences over in London the other day as well. Because the May Young one has kind of been something that people have known it's coming for a while, but they were just waiting for it to be made official. But uh, himself and Michael's kind of were talking, and there was rumors they were saying of another of there actually being. Uh, a women's only pay-per-view and stuff like that and saying that it may not be in the uh the too distant future that they might be at that level so
1: very good i suppose we would quickly run down last weekend before we get into the new shows because i'm sure everyone's heard every take possible over uh money in the bank weekend but uh velveteen dream i take over the Hulk Hogan Prince Puma inspired gear. Uh, even the he gets into the ring and does the Hogan kind of thing, but still spins around like Macho Man. This guy is <laughs> fucking incredible. He could be on the
2: main roster tomorrow. Oh yeah, he's ready, like. But he shouldn't. No, nope. ever do
3: it. Nope, nope, nope. Do not pull that plug. Yeah.
2: Give Vince the special log into the network. He can never <laughs> see Velvet Dream. Show him Patrick Clark getting thrown out of Tough Enough. You don't the want to remember this. He, he looks like that he looks like that guy from 24, damn it. <laughs> I got um
1: I went on this one of these weird YouTube wormholes where I I assume I looked up the Velveteen dream entrance and then it led me to Patrick Clark tough enough videos and I'd never seen this. Um but he was limit. he came third behind that ZZ dude that useless mm-hmm. fuck and then the what did he call himself?
2: Yeti. Yeti. The Yeti.
1: The guy who got fired for calling it was it heat Slater jobber, or something. Yeah.
0: Josh Brendel, I think, was his name.
1: Yeah, useless fucks. And we're like, my god, you nearly let that guy slip through your fingers. <laughs> People who were judging don't... that should have been sacked
0: like... In though, when you think about it, that that season, of tough enough. Yeah, Sanya Deville was in it. She's in the main roster. Manny Rose, goes, yeah, main roster. There's something, there's someone else as well that was on that that's made it. Yeah, there well, was a few of them. Yeah, there's, but yeah, it's, it's the people that don't win it that win it They never fucking make it, like, usually. In, with they, stuff
2: they, did leave, they did leave your man, Marty DeMott from Blue Underground, slipped with their fingers. That's true. He yeah. is a proper creepy fucker and he is killing it there. Um, uh, I believe he actually follows us on Twitter. Doesn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Son of Habit On Twitter.com <laughs> forward slash two bit wrestling.
1: Uh, Son of Havoc was in there I believe as well I read that somewhere I didn't actually notice him there but I think
2: he was uh, the season That was number four that. that was in oh, Austin okay. yeah. That was right. when where Evelise From Bluefield Underground Was on And again Really let that one slip through her fingers She would have been a fucking star but how also, well. You're
0: saying that he was uh, He came third uh, Patrick Clark came ninth In that no, season definitely. No I mean
1: okay. was, He was the bottom three With those two guys And he got voted out Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah Didn't even make the top five And nobody else did anything crazy anyway velveteen dream god i love him
2: <laughs> he's a star
1: love his throwback with the pants he was wearing as well
3: so ricochet had wore those only once at a pwg show never wore them on lucha never wore him on indies never wore them anywhere else just that one show obviously kept them all that time and gave him to the dream to wear in this match that's fucking class storytelling yeah
1: yeah, and the idea being that the dream thought he could do anything Ricochet could, but he couldn't. So mm-hmm. it kind of puts over that velvetune Dream is really, really good, but Ricochet is just that little bit better. I don't think anyone lost here. Nope. No,
2: no. Ah,
1: and it was a great match. Star,
2: star making for both of them.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the minute you saw Ricochet do that dive out of the ring, and then NXT two weeks before Takeover, where he just jumped over the ropes and uh-huh. on the seat. Oh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> we're in for something
3: special here. This should push both of those guys directly into title pitchers. Velveteen Dream should go straight against Adam Cole, and Ricochet should be going straight up against uh, Alistair Black. Uh,
1: I'd, I'd have Ricochet probably, even though I don't want it. I don't think he needs to be there much longer. I think you, get, you bring him up. Weirdo. That's the problem. If they stick him in 205, what's the point?
2: Smackdown. Mm,
1: probably it's Smackdown. so inflated already, though. But that's the problem. I think NXT is inflated. Like you see, Adam Cole essentially wasn't on the show. He didn't have a match. EC3 wasn't there either. You know, there's a lot of people there that there's a backlog there now as well. When does this culling happen? We've been talking about this since probably our first episode. There's the, it's at bursting point with, with talent here at the moment. Yeah. Something's got to give. Just one guy like Big Cass going frees up a little bit of money here or there, but it's the TV time that's the problem. James we... Edwards basically yeah. took his spot. <laughs> <But> <laughs>
3: we. I took a spot with fucking caramel, anyway. But we need to uh, we need to do a special on the people we would get rid of from the main roster. I think that should be part of our next show.
1: Even yeah. some Saturday, we'll record it in the afternoon and stick it in in the middle of one of the shows or something. Yeah, because to be
3: fair, we could talk for hours on the amount of people we'd get rid of, and we'd probably only be left with maybe
1: 10 on each roster. And get rid of has negative connotations. I'd use that for people that should it's go a, somewhere else. Yeah. It's yeah, just not beyond the be released from our contract.
0: We could yeah. do it in just. Uh, we pick like maybe each of us pick five, and we do one each week or something.
1: Yep. And don't get
3: me wrong. There are people that we should be getting rid of as well. Yeah. But then there's people like Drew McIntyre five six years ago who needs to move on to better his career to to come back. You
1: know, so. great great example. That's exactly what I mean. Yeah. But also, some people just need to get shit canned as well. <laughs> yep. Yep. She'd be one. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, anything else from NXT? Don't think there's anything else really that happened on that show. Uh,
2: that, that tag match.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I was aiming at the main event, but that was also good.
2: <laughs> that fucking tag match was fantastic. Yeah, it was really good. I never <laughs> thought I would actually be so happy to see Danny Birch on a fucking takeover show. I never thought I'd see Danny Birch on a takeover show at all. Like but, they, got,
1: uh, they got no reaction, and then at the end of the match, they got a standing ovation. Yeah. That's that, boom. What that, more could you want? Chicago
3: after a fantastic match
1: oh fantastic that couldn't have gone any better
3: compare and contrast that uh that moment where the fans acknowledge and appreciate people's talent in the ring with roughly 24 hours later when we have seventeen thousand chance in the middle of a nine minute match between roman reigns and jinder Mahal.
2: <laughs> which was 17 minutes too long exactly. uh,
3: but main event gargano champa 2 oh my god i i don't think Big Dave has got his ratings out yet, but yeah, if,
2: it's not five stars. No, really, he gave both that and the tag match four and a half. I think Dream got
3: 4.25.
2: Really? Yep.
3: Big Dave, I am shocked and appalled with you, sir. Um, but yeah, main event, the, one of the most fantastic heelish moments I think I've ever seen in my entire life was when Ciampa got the wedding ring off Gargano <sighs> and, and screwed away. Like, you can't teach that, unlike being seven foot tall.
2: Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, yeah. Oh, what a match. Uh, even some of the little throwbacks of different things they've done through the whole thing of helping them up the ramp and uh, just so good. Putting them through the table, just everything. Where do you go with it now? That was the question. Don't leave well, it. Yeah.
0: Done. you done.
3: After a match. Whether it's right now, a month, six months, two years, there will be a level match for this. Oh, no,
2: there will, but I, I wouldn't do it right now. I think right now, keep them away from each other. Don't don't burn out the feud here. This could be a long-term. This could be a back-and-forth thing over the next three or four years if they play their cards right with it.
3: But how do you keep both guys on the NXT roster outside of that feud? It's impossible. It's a very small ecosystem down there.
2: Uh, I don't know if you've seen on Twitter that... Uh... Champa basically said that the Gargano dream is over, and he's now moved on, and his next target is at WWE. Alistair, ooh, and Black did reply. So, so
1: there's like, if you go long term, you have Champa beat Black. Black goes up at say SummerSlam or Survivor Series or, whatever, or Rumble or whatever it is, and you have Gargano beat Champa at WrestleMania weekend for the title. Yeah. Fucking amazing.
2: You have Gargano as your face of NXT for the next year or so after, kind of like what they done with Ballard at the time. Yeah, and it says you yeah, have he'd be the one going up against pretty much everyone new coming into it. It means they might actually be able to build some proper heels because they have a proper strong face champion to go up against every time. So
1: I'd have Black gone after he lost, and then Champa gone after Gargano beats him. Yep. And Makes by sense. then you've got EC3, all these other guys to come up against Gargano um and i assume they'll sign half the indie market by then that is (laughs) eight months away god knows who'll be left
3: i think we're get finally getting to a stage of where nxt is no longer a developmental brand it's going to become what they've always wanted to be to be that third brand so you you can interchange talent between the three brands i don't i think it could even become uh geez i don't even want to say this but a a third nights of live television whether Mm. it's our show I think you're you're heading in that direction because of the amount of talent that they have and the, the apparent reluctance that they appear to have as well with not getting rid of talent. So you're getting to a stage of where the rosters are so inflated, either you're going to have a massive culling and it stays as the third developmental brand or becomes uh, a joint equal
0: with Raw and SmackDown somehow. All depends on how these TV deals go next year, really. How it actually
1: happens. Yep. Yeah, we're gonna have an eight-hour raw just to get everyone ten minutes on TV at some stage.
0: And as Gordon put in our group chat last night, what happens now that
2: Disney are apparently buying Fox? Does, does that make Kyrie saying the Disney pirate princess? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. Anything what? else? Anything you want to talk about about Money in the Bank apart from Nakamura losing being
2: absolutely stupid? The amount of that hate election this is getting. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Alexa's
1: getting. Mm. Yeah.
2: Why? Uh, That shit's toxic. People are so pissed off. Like female Roman and all this sort of shit being thrown around the place. People are pissed.
3: I can see why. Um, I was obviously live tweeting for this while people were asleep or away on traveling duties. Um, (laughs) And I had so adamantly said that if Alexa Bliss wins and she cashes in her briefcase tonight that someone can slap me in the face with a fish. Um, I am waiting that fish slap because I did not see this coming at all. Um, I I predicted that Bliss was going to win and I thought that she'd have a good eight to ten months, just no creative storyline whatsoever. Doesn't need to be in the title picture. She could be away from everything. But she always has that threat. She's great on the mic. She can carry that storyline over an entire year if needs be but the fact that they cashed it in that night in a way continuing the storyline with nia jacks it had that whole feeling of being forced upon us somehow and uh, i wasn't a fan of that to be perfectly honest with you and it it ruined what was my favorite nia jacks match of all time with ronda rousey absolutely killing it in the ring so i just thought it didn't
2: need to be done yeah, hmm. And I will second your comment That is without a doubt The greatest Nia Jax match we will ever see Oh yeah She's not getting a better match than that no. um, Unless she fight, fights Ronda again In a year or so where Ronda has another year behind her But uh, that that was fantastic Ronda is a fucking star
1: Yeah oh. even um Jordan wrote a, a piece for The website for us during the week as well just that Ronda is the only thing that he's interested in now On the main roster
0: she's compelling it works yeah
3: and she's starting to finally learn the rule differences between ufc and
1: wwe so that's always a good thing (laughs) yeah um big dog and gender that happened which which chant
2: which chant do we want to talk about first Uh,
1: the legion of doom chant i think was my favorite one (laughs) what the fuck was that about they're chanting lod
2: isn't one of them from chicago probably I, I just thought it was an extremely obscure reference. I think I think Hawk is from
1: Chicago. Okay. Uh, there were some good ones. Um, CM something, I think. Uh,
2: <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, that that yeah, that guy, that that punk.
1: <laughs> so you, with the CM Punk chants, you had literally everything. Boring. Uh, Velveteen. Velveteen. I thought I was Russell. waiting for the Bailey chant, the, the Hey Bailey song, but... You know what I found was the most
3: bizarre thing about all this was referee Charles Robinson. I don't know if you saw this after the match, came out with a tweet effectively calling out the crowd in Chicago for being disrespectful towards the two guys in the ring. Um, like what the fuck? And it, it took Sean Ross from Fightful to literally call him out on his bullshit and said, "Look at the fans are going to react how they want to react." You know, they're, they're you're in Chicago. You're in a very smart crowd. They are more than capable of making up their own minds with how they want to be entertained. And if they're not being entertained in a way that's befitting of a company like WWE, they have the right to express their disappointment in any way they see fit.
1: Yeah, um, Wrestling Soup. (coughs) I don't know if I sent... Did I send you the the audio of that?
2: The the review, the 45-second review? Yeah,
1: where Mish had mentioned... You know, just basically said that why you put the putting that match on a Chicago basically was offensive to everyone they knew the reaction they were going to get and they did it to troll them <laughs> he just went and it was fucking ridiculous I'll try I might find the audio and splice it in but uh yeah Mish lost the head with that one which was great uh, everyone did I listened to Solomonster as well and he was just like what the fuck why was this <laughs> happening why did you put this on at this crowd at this time
2: I wonder, would he prefer to have to watch that match back again, getting his MRI, or listen to Bremote well, as yeah, getting his MRI? <laughs>
1: what a tweet. Tweet of the week, I think. Ah, oh, <laughs> glorious.
2: At the same time, though, as soon as I saw it, I just sent it on to Paddy and said, here, you would enjoy this. Yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah. He's a big fan of Bremote. Much fist pumping.
1: Um, What else happened then? Mainly, where where does Nakamura go from here, then? Well, Jeff, apparently. Yeah. He's starting that
3: US title feud with Jeff after Smackdown this week. Ugh. That is the I, I put it in the review. It, it's the ultimate demotion. You know, you're you're fighting this is was what his f- I'm gonna say fifth championship match that he's lost. I think because he, he had one or two with Jinder. He two with gender it yeah, could two be with six, the, sixth, sixth. sixth sixth yeah championship match lost in a row. And people obviously they've said it so many times wins and losses don't matter in WWE, and I know our new follower and Gordo's best friend, Road Dog, clearly believes that wins and losses don't matter, but fuck me, when you got a guy like fucking Shinsuke Nakamura, and you can't give him creative strength,
1: then what the fuck are you doing with him? Why did you turn him heel? Yeah. Well, I'm delighted they turned him heel. No, I agree, (laughs) but I thought that was leading to something. Yeah. Like, why would you turn him heel and then keep having So, he couldn't beat him when he was a good guy, he couldn't beat gender when he's a good guy. So he turns heel, changes his attitude. Usually that means results. Mm-hmm. Results didn't come. Yep. He's left with a big old sack of blue balls. Yep. And Aegis Styles did not wear a cup. No. Yep. And his stri- what was this last man standing? Not a street fight, last man standing. So anything goes. He could have been sledgehammered in the dick and he didn't wear a cup. Now, I don't know how much protection that would offer in that particular scenario, <laughs> but it would be better than not wearing one. <laughs>
2: I would imagine so, unless it shatters the cup and therefore lodges pieces of said cup inside one's dick. Um, again, I'm not sure the logistics. Not a scientist. So I don't know.
1: But <laughs> another reason: the minute you finish this, to go listen to the review of the Money in the Bank review by Wrestling Soup. <laughs> Even just for the Nakamura bit. Excuse me. <clears throat> they had a story basically is like it was like the Asian kid in school who knows he knows he's smarter than all of us, and he, we keep falling for his games. And it was just, they put on all the accents. It was like, well, you got me again, Nakamura. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what well, game of Rochambeau? Me first. Oh, you got me again, Nakamura. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was, did anything else happen? I suppose the Money in the Bank winners. Uh, mon- well, excuse me, Monster. Monster,
2: bank, Mr. Monster in the Bank. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, my sentiments exactly. Uh, not the winner, just that shit. And yeah. who? Oh, we talked about Alex already.
2: Yeah. I still don't I, think he I, needs it.
3: No, that's no. What I was going to say I—I was actually vomiting at him winning as well. Other than Bobby Roode, he was my least favorite guy to win because it makes no sense for him. And uh, I'm, I'm staying open-minded in terms of how they uh, how they effectively work this into a storyline. But
0: Jesus Christ it's just—I was just pissed off going to bed after watching that. No, I can understand that right now. It's because when Brock's the champ, it, it made no sense to go give it to Roy anyway. He's never there.
1: Yeah, but maybe he gets and goes up to Alaska or wherever he lives. Now, you can have a great little thing where that's you follow I could think, Yeah,
0: that's the only way I could see this is going with well, if he literally follows
2: Brock somewhere.
1: Yeah, 24-7 rule.
2: <laughs> he, he might forbid the AOP on his way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I think I think probably... My my opinion, Balor needed it the most. Um, Bobby Rude was my nightmare scenario there. Mm, yeah. Um, I think everyone's.
2: Yeah, The only way I would have been okay with Rude winning is if it was going down the road of a heel turn. Mm. They could have used that to cement a heel turn for Roode. Um, he would have Balor,
3: had Dick assassin everyone in that match just to get over as a heel.
2: Oh, 100%. But I think that's... I, I just think that's the only halfway logical scenario anyone thought he was going to win it
1: the thing that annoyed me more than anything was Kevin Owens took an Attitude Era bump and Michael Cole said oh he goes oh my god oh meanwhile Kofi Kingston was just like just sell the bump how fucking high was that ladder and then the fall off the stage as well that was an insane bump to take
2: hey, Kevin, Kevin is still selling it on Twitter good yeah. could you imagine if and
3: Anello was doing commentary for that bump
1: Yeah, the whole match, and nobody brought it up. That was it. Owens was gone, and they never mentioned him again.
2: Just just to throw back to the UK thing, Mauro is a fucking god. Just for (laughs) something so so simple, but uh, there was a a couple of Mamma Mia chants. But uh, at one stage, there was the usual Mamma Mia clap, 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 clap. But uh, he actually started clapping along himself. (laughs) Literally, oh. He hears Mamma Mia and he turns around, he takes off one of the headphones, he kind of looks up, he kind of hears it, Next, he just feels that clapping along himself, he, he kind of stands up and starts waving to the crowd and everything after. Mid-match. Oh,
1: I, I didn't know Mara was calling that, I'm even more excited now. Yeah, self and Nigel. Yeah, Two-man two boot. Two-man boot? Two-man boot. There wasn't a, a person of colour at the desk? Really?
2: Not. Nigel is there on colour. No, oh, there we go! Perfect. That, that, I'm assuming that's what you were meaning, Steve.
1: Of course, yes. And color commentary, second, second color commentary. <laughs> we all know that's the theme. Um, what else? Money in the bank takeover? Anything else? Excite you?
3: Well, no. I just give props to Ronda Rousey. She was mm. fantastic. You know, taking Bliss's cash in aside and Nia Jack's inability to wrestle aside as well. Ronda Rousey looked like a superstar for her first singles match. She got ragdolled. She sold it so well and partially not needing to sell it because she was getting victimized by Nia Jax. But Jesus, even when she went on the offense, everything just looked so crisp, so smooth. Looked like she'd been doing it all her life
1: as a professional wrestler. Yeah, I'm sure the whole match was re- reserve, reversed, reversed, rehearsed to all hell. But she still had to do it and knocked it out of the park the dream and Rhonda definitely stars of the show the weekend I, yeah but uh that was all fun and games but you know what that means all the crack is over now we have to talk about raw and smackdown
3: you know corey it's time for our word of the hour oh, it's oh. frustration
1: so after a great saturday night and a midland sunday night we moved on to monday night and but let's just see what the rest think. I think is the best thing to go. I had a great Monday night. Did you? Yeah. About what I had. You were at uh, the Royal Albert Hall. I was at the Albert Hall. <laughs> we were at uh, the couch watching all <laughs> Very different night. Oh. Uh, started off with Alexa. I think who was in there? I think Kurt was in the ring. Yeah? Kurt was in the ring, and you had like um, Money in the Bank case and the and the title because she won it the night before. And yeah. Ronda, Ronda, Ronda Rousey came out and absolutely massacred everybody in the ring. She attacked Kurt, attacked referees, and did a jackknife powerbomb through a table on Alexa Bliss. It was great. Yeah. Fantastic way to start a show.
3: I still don't understand why she attacked Kurt. Because
1: she was a wild woman. The Red She's, Mist. Yeah. That was weak, though, right? I, I thought it was an accident at first. And I, I wish it was a case that it was an accident. And Kurt was like, no, this is way better. Do this. <laughs> the briefcase. <laughs> was it the briefcase she swung at him, I think? Yeah. Yeah. Was. yeah he, he was, he uh, was yeah. trying
0: to stop her from attacking Alexa. So he was,
1: she, Yeah. Oh. She was in the way of, of the Ronda Rousey rage. Uh, as and she,
0: was him, him, she was whacking him, she was saying, I thought you had my back, Kurt.
1: mm mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. It was weird because um, Alexa had said that Ronda got all the interviews and called Ronda an overhyped rookie which I thought was very ironic. But anyway, <laughs> there's some salt for you. But, um, meow. Meow. Uh, Kurt suspends her for 30 days for being entertaining. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can't be doing that on Raw, Like Can't be doing that. And she used no-no words and everything. She <laughs> said she's going to kick her pink-haired ass, which is a weird way to say things. But, <laughs> but,
2: but why, why did she say but? Lashley had to say but. So is this kind
0: of a Father Ted situation where she's got a pink downy fluff on her bottom? It looks like it. I
1: wouldn't want to speculate now, but that's exactly what I think it is. Oh,
2: <laughs> We forgot we were talking about Money in the Bank to talk about that abortion of a match. Which one? The fucking minus 0.75 star Lashley Zane match.
1: Yeah, I think this is, there's only so much air time, you know, and I think. Yeah, there's a <laughs> reason we so didn't that. talk about that, Gordo. Who
2: wins <laughs> a match with a fucking suplex? Three of them, I think it was. Moving on. But still, <laughs> sorry, I had, to, I had to say that, sorry. Fair enough, fair enough. Ah, I
1: Gordon. Don't you worry, you'll get your Lashley rage yet. Uh, but yeah, Ron suspended for 30 days, and yeah, I love the power bomb. Old school kind of jackknife scoop power bomb through a table. It's
2: great, um, yeah. Kevin Nash was tearing his quad in excitement. <laughs>
3: <laughs> He's either tearing uh, that or tearing something else, but we'll move on.
2: Yeah. Either way, good of both. <laughs>
1: Uh, next up then you had uh, I might let Steve Tell the tale Maybe for this one What do you reckon Rollins uh, US title open Or US title Intercontinental title Open challenge With Ziggler So Ziggler and Drew Come out And we don't know If Shawn Michaels Or Diesel is in the match yet I'm not quite sure But they're selling Rollins As the You know The fighting champion And they said it I counted 843 times They call him The fighting, fighting champion In the space of 5 minutes Which is very impressive Impressive Fair play uh, So hard right now So hard right now
2: um, Hansel.
1: A danger of going too Roman, I think. Less is more, mm-hmm. but hopefully not. But yeah, Ziggler wins uh, his icy title for sixth time by grabbing the tights, which, as we know, is the filthiest thing you can do, and it ensures an automatic three count. <laughs> Dirty heel bastard. But yeah, Ziggler walked around and he did the in the belt thing around him, which is pretty cool. Um, and we have a rematch next week. Thoughts, Steve
3: he's so hot right now, but he wasn't very hot on Monday. No, um, lukewarm. What? I'm going to come across like an old grumpy bastard. Um, more that's than usual. My, that's my job.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I know you're, you're the old Steve I'm the young Steve, but right now I want to be the old Steve. Okay. Oh, give me my moment.
1: Damn it. God kids with their flips and their flops.
0: and
3: <laughs> the Hibbity hapity. Uh, Right. Why I didn't overly like this was, it's obvious, and it's going to become more obvious as we talk about the rest of the show, that they want to take the belt off Rollins and push him into the universal title picture. That's that has been obvious for a while with the the hype he's been getting. As you said, they're they're Roman Reignsing him right now in terms of pushing him to the stairs. That's fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. He deserves to be there. It's a bit shocking that he hasn't been there in so long. My biggest problem was, okay, how you take the belt off him. The open challenge is always a good mechanism for that when done, right? But an open challenge title swap like this should really be only done for a surprise guy coming back from injury, call up from NXT, or someone from the lower card that's going to get the belt that you wouldn't expect him to get it. Dolph Ziggler with Drew McIntyre for the last month or so have been in very strong style fashion. They've, they've been beating up everyone around them, winning matches, being bastardy bastards all over the place. The bastards. Why, why couldn't they have had a backstage segment before this match? You know, and Dolph challenged uh, Seth to an, uh, to the open challenge. You know, you could have set this story up a little bit better, a little bit more creativity. Literally could have taken 45 seconds of airtime, and would have given a whole lot more relevance to this match rather than just an open challenge acceptance. You know, he could have come back backstage; and they could have bumped into each other as like, "Ah, oh, you think you're the champ? Huh? I'm five-time champs. I'm ten times better than you are. I'm going to call you out. I'm going to have a match with you tonight. and I'm going to take your belt." Would have made a lot more sense, and would have had me a lot more invested in this match because next week, barring something catastrophe happening.
1: Rollins isn't getting that belt back. Sigler's retaining. The, I play devil's advocate just because I think I said this before when he brought it back. You have to at least have someone win when you do these open challenges because it gets a bit boring when you know he's going to win every time. But precedent,
0: yeah. No, I yeah. take your point as well. It's my 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 question is why didn't they give it to Elias on Money in the Bank?
3: That's another option, but clearly they didn't want to put the belt on him yet. They don't. They find him more of a novelty act, a comedy act right now rather than someone they want to have their main title on because, as we all know,
1: the intercontinental title is the only title on Raw. <laughs> they wanted maybe Elias as a body in this multi-man match coming up next week, I suppose. Yeah, maybe. But it seems that's very, no, I'm not even going to say that's very short sighted. To them, that seems like a, a, a year away. We need like, well, yeah, him in two weeks' time. What the hell are we going to get there?
2: Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ridiculously devil's advocate and ridiculously long sighted on this. Could we see the birth of a new two man power trip on Raw off the back of this, given how high they are on Drew? Oh, big time. And the talks that he is potentially going to be shot into the title picture before Mania of next year. Could I... we see this as being the start of it and then potentially holding tag gold, icy and the universal? Whenever I... that Brock Lesnar guy shows up and is lured down from the mountains with the corpse <laughs> of Enzo Amore.
3: I don't see them having all the gold like that with the tag belts, but definitely for primary and secondary belts, 100%. They are the new diesel Shawn Michaels, like the... the the similarities is striking between the two and really right now, not just because they look like each other and act like each other, but you know, they're being branded and been pushed in our face like they were back fucking twenty three years ago.
2: <laughs> Which is scary, twenty three years. Yep. So
3: like, it's like I like I said, I've nothing really wrong with the end result. I just think like most things with Raw and with WWE, just the execution and how they got there was a load of shite.
2: Yeah. yep too true I don't know I just think sometimes myself and Steve are like kindred spirits on this we want one faction to have all the gold
0: (laughs) factions on the way
3: but I think you could be right there I think Drew definitely is going to be involved in this multi-person match leading up to the number one contendership so do you reckon Ronda's
2: in it multi-person Dana Brooke (laughs) Dana Brooke Brooke? she tweeted out saying she misses wrestling
1: yeah Mm. she's so hot right now I think that kind of confirms it that's why else would you say multi-person Either that or the world has gone bananas PC where you can't even say a multi-man match now because even though it's all men in the match. eh, Life. Bobby Roode versus Hawkins. Happened. Happened. Apparently, Rude needed a big victory on his path back to the top, and he got it here tonight over Kurt Hawkins, who is oh and two hundred and three, <laughs> two hundred and
2: four <I> now. <laughs> I almost pooped myself with laughter.
1: <laughs> God, it's oh. so formulaic and robotic. Like, like, does Kevin? Does Ke- like?
3: Uh, does Michael Cole hear these things in his ear and think to himself at all? That's probably not a wise thing to say. Or does his thought process, or does his investigation of what he's hearing, just gone completely, and it literally just goes from ear to mouth? At
1: this
0: no. stage, it must be that.
1: Did yeah. you hear? Yeah, exactly. There's no filter there. The did you hear the coach thing on Sunday night? Someone picked it up. I didn't notice it myself at the time because I tried to tune them out. Mm. But um, he Naya was you know beaten up around or whatever and got her in a bear hug and then coach goes well oh. at least ronda will have a bit of time to rest up now yeah <laughs> and Corey oh, and cole too, i think cory said it It sounds like something he'd say it was like how are you employed yeah both of them <laughs> took him to school on that a nice delightful bear hug we had to expose yeah. the business
3: <laughs> yeah gordo how, how much do you love coach do you he's like that, kid? Terrible.
2: No, I, I'm, I'm actually going to go. I'm actually going to say something that may shock you. If I had to choose between firing Coach and firing Bobby Lashley, <laughs> I would choose firing Coach. Oh wow. oh, wow.
1: Yeah, he's bad.
2: He's bad. He impacts the whole show. Yeah, not the good way that he did. No.
1: Booker T is... nailed the nonsense, whereas this and created a new
2: form, a new strain of nonsense, which was entertaining,
1: <laughs> whereas Coach. Goes along with the robotic shit, but
2: then takes it to a new low. Do you see he was having the back and forth over some of the stuff that Meltzer said the other day and all this stuff about uh, no one speaks, no one spoke to the Observer. No one from within the business has spoken to the Observer in years. Ah. No and one that's... within the business. Now that includes, technically if you look at it, the Bucks. Yeah. Omega. <laughs> uh, technically Cornette is still involved. Don Callis.
3: Don't forget, Gordo. You're, you're overlooking the fact that in WWE world, the business is WWE.
2: Oh, okay. So there's one person that he talked to. Um, he may have been on an old conference call just last week, uh, featuring one uh, Paul Levesque, who uh, people, <laughs> who in, people in the business uh, would also know him as Triple H. You know, coach's fucking boss. <laughs> it's boss time, coach. <laughs> Seriously, this lad is one of the most fucking idiotic people. How he got a job back, I don't fucking know. I don't know who he sucked (laughs) to get a fucking job back. He was trying to fucking suck the cock off of every single person in the MMA world to become the next Ariel Helwani to somehow get a job in UFC. He was begging to fuck fucking Dana year. White to sign him. He begging was, him. dude. He was, as I said, licking the bollocks off of anyone he could to try and get a fucking job there. It didn't happen, so he fucking sucked the fucking taint off of Kevin Dunn <laughs> and got himself back on fucking raw. Kevin Dunn's just there eating fucking corn on the cob and fucking spilling it all over all the buttons. But, so, coach, fucking licks the bollocks off. off. Fuck off. <laughs>
3: and that is the perfect Gordo rant
1: (laughs) we haven't even got to Lashley
3: (laughs) (laughs) Gordo I tip my proverbial hat to you Uh.
1: sir it was actually not you reminded me it was Meltzer and, and Alvarez who were talking about the bear hug thing just when you mentioned Meltzer, that's where I heard it. And they tore him a new one as well. And I'm not going to be able
2: to fucking get to sleep tonight. Eh? My blood is boiling. I'm going to go fucking punch a hole in the wall somewhere. Oh, I hate that cunt.
1: <laughs> How are you for time, Nikki? I thought I would maybe remind you. Uh, another five, ten minutes. I ah, cool, cool,
2: cool, cool. Nikki has to go defend his home planet. Uh, is there anything
1: you want to get to before you have to leave then? Seeing as you have to go. Anything you'd like to rant about or talk about or...
0: Uh, not really. I was I was zoning in and out of most of this week because we were fucking wrecked watching it. Like, and it I also had to I also to zone out. Gordo's snoring in the middle of all this. <laughs> I, I, lo-
2: I lost my nose plugs and helped me sleep. That helped me with my snoring slightly. Which, ironically,
3: snorer ever.
2: I, I have a medical condition, so i fun <laughs> so for making fun of my disability. You can't. Oh, you've got many <laughs>
3: disabilities that I wouldn't even make fun of, but this Ooh. one I will. <laughs> Alcoholism is not a disability. <laughs> I'm well to function with it. Yeah, you're Irish. Uh,
2: and, yeah, but yeah, I, I, I apologise to Nikki, and I, I probably owe him a pint or two for having to put up on me.
1: So just to close that bit off, Bobby Roon beat, uh, <laughs> And
2: <laughs> coach worth the nasty Anacond.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Money. I beg your pardon, Mr. Monster <laughs> in
2: the back. <laughs> which, which one of them fucking said it? Jojo. Jojo. Mojo Jojo. No. Oh fucking bitch, you fuck off on her pony and fucking give fucking Coach Hep or whatever the fuck she gave you. Viral, viral meningitis, sorry. You, you, left, left left. Left. <laughs>
1: you, leave, you leave Jojo alone, she saved us from that Finn Balor, Sister Abigail match.
2: <laughs> Pumpkin Demon versus Sister Abigail. <laughs> we
1: got Balor AJ and Kurt Angle in the main event. <laughs> God but bless I, that woman.
2: Did you hear Kurt Angle wrestling the TLC, last? <laughs> um...
1: But yeah, this was bad. This was—I even think children would be cringing watching this. It's one of those many times every Monday and Tuesday night we go. Why do I watch this shit? Why do I watch this?
2: Because you have the well-renowned, alleged wrestling podcast brought to you by the men of Two Bit Sports.
1: One of
3: these weeks, the people at Two Bit Sports.
2: (laughs) No, we are men.
1: Uh, A couple of manly, manly men
2: talk
1: so braun lists his accomplishments uh, saying money in the bank is the greatest one of his accomplishments or whatever my notes are very fractured here because i think at this point i'd started to give up i can see long there used to be paragraphs and now there are sentences <laughs>. yeah <laughs> Uh, so yeah, basically, all Rock Lesnar has to do is show his face and catch it, cash in, and he'll get these hands. Hooray! So that was that. Yep. KO came out, graduated Braun, said he wanted to help him, and in exchange, would he'd get the next shot, which was kind of cool. But of course, they uh, ended up with Braun beating the shit out of him.
0: That
3: was very well, no, heelish. He, he,
1: he got away, didn't he, or something? Yeah, he tried I, to go for a power slam, yeah. A power yeah. Um, yeah. That
2: happened. Just quick one on the Braun and cash I probably should have brought it up when we were talking about it earlier. When it comes to him cashing this shit in, it's not believable to have this like cash it in as a shock. Surely, no. this has, has to. to, to this has to be a call out three or four weeks in advance, saying you get your ass to oh, sorry, you get your butt <laughs> to SummerSlam or wherever, and. Have Heyman come out and answer to follow me, saying there's no hope of it and have him hit a power slam on Heyman. A power slam is a safe enough move. Heyman will take the bump.
1: Well, let's just go there then. Kurt announces, well, he didn't actually announce where to be, but WWE officials had said that they're going to make Brock defend the title eventually. Uh, he ironically, he didn't tell us when. We just assumed Summerslam, it could mm. be Mania. He mightn't be back till then. We don't know. <laughs> but we just, you know, it's SummerSlam. Um then he before he gets to announce it. The big dog comes out. You heard a bit of that at the start, and Cole gave us his most sultry big dog ever. When well, you you would have heard it back at the start, of this, but he loved the
2: Roman. <laughs> Cole the had big a semi
1: dog. Here comes the big dog. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> ah, yeah, the usual. Said he beat Brock at Roy Royal Rumble, one crown champion. La, la, la. Don't really want to talk about this. Bobby Lashley comes out. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah. God. And when his music hit, the crowd erupted. Uh the roof came off the place. Pregnant women gave birth in the crowd due to the excitement. Uh even some people who weren't pregnant, even men became pregnant at the moment. <laughs> Such was the ferocity of the pot the pile
2: actually got. That's
3: what a stalling vertical suplex will do to you. Yeah.
2: You oh, being... did vertical fits. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well I thought you was pregnant. Do you even doctor <laughs> still better than dr amen or whatever it,
1: oh god we haven't mentioned amen. what he was up to or did we get to that last week we probably did
2: we didn't get up to oh no we did we get up to his extracurriculars yes remember. i think oh. we covered
0: it i
1: think we covered it yeah anyway it's, they've heard it elsewhere anyway yeah. he was diddling patients <laughs> 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 anyway, to no one's surprise with that guy he is Dr. Nick I'm convinced Like <laughs> <laughs> my good friend Everybody. Dr. McRae <laughs> a
2: leg, for a a leg, leg for an arm and an arm for a leg <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh lord he called the big dog a little pup did Lashley I actually thought that was funny <laughs> <laughs> hang
2: your head insane
3: <laughs> don't worry he called it he said that he's notion way Hey. We, we finally we, we finally him. got rid of Nick, yeah. <laughs> Nick has well, gone, literally just left. Well, he couldn't take the fact that I said something nice about Bobby Lashley, so... I can't. You can, fuck fucking... Nick.
2: You can yeah. go, too. Get the fuck out. Go on. the fuck What the fuck? I the fuck, fuck you fuck, fucking... Fuck, fuck. I fucking, God, I fucking you.
1: <laughs> you're all very close while you're shouting to the mics. You're peeking microphones. Be careful.
2: <laughs> People like when I get angry. <laughs> That's fine, but just pull your head back from the mic. Fucking um, the fucking end fit. Um.
1: Yeah, so Kurt says the person to face Brock will be the winner of the multi-person. We've already done that one. Could be Rhonda, could be Dana Brooke, could be Sasha. We don't know. But could be Mike of, Tom. It could be Mike Tom or Tom Mike or Ember Moon, which wasn't who she wasn't on the show this week. I don't think.
2: Nope.
1: So we'll have to save that for next week.
2: Totally total eclipse.
1: Fully eclipsed. Um Yeah. So the riv- revival came out, and I just I died a little bit here. I was like, oh god, Roman and Roman and Lash are going to beat these boys up. And tag team match player player. Uh, Roman ooh it up But Lashley tags in and hits the spirit away And Cole was beside himself Roman Roman Reigns usually finishes a match like that That's Roman Reigns' move
2: Not Seth Rollins <laughs> Not Seth Rollins
1: <laughs> How fucking thick do you think people are? Very that's, 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 that, that's Roman's move mm. Fuck off Such a load
2: of shit absolute bollocksology the highest order this was why
1: couldn't Roman be like oh that's my move or, you know that sort of shit even that would be stupid because but...
2: he's a fucking knob
1: <sighs> anyway so where do you think this is going then do we think Rollins do we think Braun they cannot do Brock Lesnar against Roman Reigns in the main event of SummerSlam really they can't do it they will really? do it they will do it they'll get CM Punk chance. We, we thought
2: we thought they could not do the two of them at Wrestlemania but here we are
1: yeah, but that even then, that was the end of
2: it. Charlie. Yeah, we also thought they couldn't do it at the Great Royal Rumble, but here we are. But then we thought that was the end of it. And, you know, it won't happen again, surely. Yeah, but we have SummerSlam in like six weeks, but, you know, here we are.
1: <laughs> yep. So do you do a Braun cash-in,
2: or do you, uh, does he call a shot and say, I, I'm in the match? I still I, think he needs to call a shot and not be part of the match. Hmm. He needs to just call a shot and say, I will be in the ring as this show goes off the air. You get your ass to that that arena and you'll get these hands. You can even have him use the fucking catchphrase.
3: It's not going to be anytime soon, though. They've already cashed in one on the night. They need to keep this kind of excitement going for a little bit longer. Plus, it gives them the the option of keeping Braun out of the creative storylines for a while as well. So he doesn't need to be in this multi-person match. Uh, I think that this multi-person match will happen at Extreme Rules in some form of bastardology match that they've yet to announce and that the winner will face uh Brock at SummerSlam and I think it's going to be so hot in New York this summer because Seth Rollins is going to be there.
1: Hmm. It's interesting. I think what they'll do is it'll be Roman Roman Brock and then the crowd'll shit all over and that'll be the the gun the bullet in the chamber that they can bring Braun out at any time crowd will lose their fucking minds when he comes out and he wins the title oh,
2: oh i'm i'm fu- i'm fully convinced they put the they only put the briefcase on him as a backup in case the crowd shits on this match at somersom
1: which they will and i think that's the i think that's the the safe bet it sounds more like them doesn't it oh yeah
2: He's, he he is essentially that they've booked themselves in a hole and in front of book their way out of it yeah we, we and... talk about it every week but this is this is them booking themselves into such a hole like they did with the uh with the Nia match where they now had to book their way out of a hole by putting a briefcase on someone to book themselves out of a bad booking decision yep whereas um, this is a booking decision that has, didn't have to be set in stone the Brock title match doesn't have to be set in stone you could have given this to someone the crowd want, but they're so hell bent on well maybe we'll give Roman one last chance
1: how many of those has he gotten it's done he needs a break he needs to be taken off TV for a month
2: to- I feel, oh, I feel bad for the man. Oh, yeah. I feel bad for yeah. Joe. We've said this a hundred times. There's nothing
1: wrong with Roman Reigns. It, there's nothing wrong with the performer. No. Well, he can talk. He can do all this sort of shit. And he looks the part. Problem is the way he's looked. turns fucking heel. It is that you, simple. I don't care what anyone says. It is that simple.
2: When The Shield debuted, as much as I loved watching Rollins and I loved watching Ambrose, I popped something fucking fierce every time that fucker turned around and did a big mad howl for the power man. The spear, which as a lad who grew up idolising Goldberg, the spear is an iconic move that's forever etched in my mind. When he hits a spear, especially on someone smaller than him, it looks fucking fantastic. But that's Bobby Lashley's move. (laughs) Not Roman Reigns. (laughs) But you know, they've gone from a stage where I, as someone who loved wrestling from the time I was four years of age, my my one of my mother's earliest memories is of me watching The Undertaker and Paul Bear and being captivated by the two of them on the telly.
3: Hey Mammy Gordo.
2: You fuck off, I swear to God. You fucking know how angry I am tonight, don't you fucking start? But, I could be your daddy, son. He will fucking hurt you. Teddy Gordo, is a he will fucking hurt you. I'm I'm actually doing this for your sake. Don't go there. That man, that man works long shifts. If he fucking, if he has <laughs> nothing better to do, he may actually tune into one of these podcasts one day. He will hunt you down. <laughs> Have half the county of Carlo after you. But uh, all, all five. <laughs> yeah, he fucking sorts you. But but not right. like I think they Only a couple of years ago, I said I was yeah. This guy there is potential there for something big if done right. There was potential for Roman Reigns to be the guy.
1: But they should have turned him heel three they, ago.
2: as soon as, as soon as the fucking first Lesnar match happened, and shortly after, and about six months after, well, the Rumble booed anyway. But after the first Lesnar match, it didn't go according to plan. They had the cash in. Everyone was behind Rollins. You look five or six months down the line, crowds were still booing the fuck out of everything to do with him. That was your time. This year could have been the crowning moment for him if they had had the balls to turn him heel back then.
1: But they just continually don't care they just keep pushing this pushing this pushing this and it's not working and they don't care but yes. anyway we need to move on yeah uh, mojo beat no way jose nobody cares <gasps> uh <laughs> like that just
2: quick goes through it Whoop. Uh, we forgot we need to come back to sasha bailey and the leaders later rhino as well
1: oh shit oh man smackdown's getting cut most of it
3: <laughs>
2: we're pushing uh, for time there man.
1: was literally only one match on
2: SmackDown. To be, fair, and to be fair there's not a huge amount in the in those two either uh ginger beat Chad Gable, nobody cares. Yeah, the Sasha
1: thing, they they had a bit of a fight backstage. Uh what happened? They were in a tag team match against the plunders and vandalism bullshit with Riot Squad. Riot Squad win, Bailey helps Sasha up, but Banks pushes her away. Face to face with the ring, then Sasha pushes Bailey down. And backstage Bailey just actually attacks her and then throws a bottle of water at her car later in the night. Mm-hmm.
2: Poor Sankara or Callisto. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Generic Mexican guy. Too little too late, I think, for this one. Should
2: I have happened three months ago.
1: Yeah. it to keep them away from each other and bring them back together again. But anyway, we could talk about that or we could talk about the B-team being the deleters of Worlds. Oh, my God. <laughs> this was my favorite moment of Raw. So the deleters versus Slater and Rhino, but then... Um, Cole is still doing this bullshit Oh we got this kid King something Alright shut King, up
2: King fuck. Maxwell This one year old Oh fuck
1: off King
2: I'm now feeling for Michael Cole Because he has to go out there And do this every week The man yeah. is one of the main producers He has his hand in every pie In the fucking company Yeah Yet we now have to believe That after all this time He still doesn't know What this shit is Come on Maybe,
3: maybe he's the one Coming up with that idea
2: <sighs> I don't know I think he's been around It long enough I think he has enough Fucking sense
3: I don't know. I think he's oh, playing it up to Corey to let Corey smash it down.
1: Maybe. Anyway. That's
2: the only possible rationale behind it. But still, I'd, I'd hope for better from him.
1: So we had um, Curtis Axel and Brother Bo playing uh, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. It was excellent. Like, we're going to do stuff that you're not going to like very much. <laughs> great. Did you see the,
3: the face on Bray Wyatt when they cut back to him made promo He was in hysterics laughing. And his brother, Bo Dallas, dressed up as him on screen. I actually love the fact that they haven't kind of talked about the fact that they're brothers in real life. I love the little subtlety
1: in that. Um, do you think they all join forces? To, we're going to get a, a final deletion match out of this, I think. Um, the ultimate, ultimate final deletion, possibly? Yeah, I think so. And it's going to be very Scooby-Doo, this one. <laughs> it's going to be even more Scooby-Doo than the last one. Ruh-roh! <laughs> <laughs> and then you finally, you know, brother, bro, I knew you'd come. That sort of thing. You know that's it'll be good. It'll be fun. But, um, as good as all that, what? deleters won the match anyway. Obviously, um, AOP watch. No sign of the boys, but we've had a few reports. Uh, Tyler Breeze reports seeing AOP at main event this week. Uh, any other reports, lads? Do you, any anything else has come in? Any sightings of AOP?
2: Uh, I heard from uh, Sharon down at Mahara Felt who said uh, <laughs> she caught the two boys. Uh, just, just, just standing down by a roundabout, scared to cross the road. Um, also heard from fanula the, the, down there in the Muff, um, who said there was a, a couple. Uh, the two of them were trying to take shelter under her bush in her back, in her front garden. In your endo.
1: Um yeah. Seeing here now, Twitter user I need scissors sixty one says um, that he saw them uh, just outside County Galway worrying sheep. <laughs> no, it's awful sad.
2: It's awful sad.
1: Ah, it's weird. One day they'll come back. One day. But until then, keep your reports. AOP watch coming in.
2: Yep. You can uh, tweet them at uh, 2bit Wrestling with the hashtag AOP watch.
1: Yep. And we just want to see them get home safe. Mm-hmm. They've lost their father and they're all alone.
2: Paul, Paul Ellering is standing by um, with blankets and warm cocoa.
1: And he has offered uh, 20 euros. A reward each for each man found alive only he says yeah uh finn balor and braun Strowman versus kevin owens and corbin constable corbin and main event corbin wrestles in his gear now or in his business attire now mm-hmm. which is good uh he see as the match gets uh, more intense he removes further for you know the waist jacket will go and the shirt will go on it's like a game of pass the parcel it is yeah that's the, that's the constable. That's the constable. But this has reinvented them, as we said last week. It's it's cool. Goal constable carbon. Mm,
3: he but came he, off very
1: good in this match. Yeah, he he. Mine says crutches. That's the uh, the autocorrect for you. he crutches. Balor on the top rope and hits the end of days for the win. And yes. most
2: protected, most protected finisher on the main roster, maybe. Definitely. Mm.
1: What do you make
3: of the whole show? It was a roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> it just so happens that all those emotions were the uh, the
1: visual effects of diarrhea, yeah.
2: <laughs> anger, anger, disappointment, with a little bit of pain. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. Last <laughs> and a little bit impressed. Uh, <laughs> last week, same as last week, started off really well and just fucking nosedive for another two hours and forty five minutes.
2: Had, had a small few moments. Like I, I was really impressed with Corbin and happy for the guy. Um, didn't they? He is in no way blessed with the wrestling ability of some of the other guys out there, but I don't think you can ever really see a match where he dials it in.
1: No, but he's got great moves. So he does. The yeah. stuff he does,
2: I love I love watching him. I said I said it around about a couple of months back that I thought by Mania next year he was going to be – well, I thought by the end of this calendar year he'd be a world champ. Don't see it getting to that level. But um, he's he's definitely main event build at this stage and this is going to be the state again. New look.
1: New look. Mm. Big guy with cool moves. It's going to be fine. It's
3: not what we
2: pick,
1: but
3: it helps when Vince has got a boner for you as well.
2: Yeah. Well, there's one less big guy in the company after this week.
1: Yep. There's a new slot to fill on SmackDown.
2: Jack. Consentual penis.
1: Carmella opens Smackdown and the boys take to take down. I'm sure we're already fit to change the channel. But uh, my boy Ellsworth is back. Time. Really? Blech. I'm happy. I'm happy. You're the only one Steve.
3: Yeah, I, I think I'd nearly rather have Enzo Amore back than this guy. Can we, can't we have both? No. Uh, well, what not. if
2: Enzo is reincarnated as James Ellsworth? <gasps> oh my god. No. She's, re- she's reincarnated with Gordo, stop being bold. <laughs>
3: stop drinking as well
1: yeah so she did the whole thing again with uh she mentioned she had self confidence issues but did the literally the alexa bliss promo from a few yeah, weeks ago that was uh, trash the, the laugh is marvelous yeah her laugh it's excellent you have to hate her mm-hmm. but then ask his music hits and it's clearly ellsworth which is really funny like even from the second it came out even if you didn't know ellsworth was back it's like that's a man <laughs> <laughs> a very uh, female man though yeah so ellsworth comes out and he's in the full Alaska gear the the big robe and all that shit they did the reveal and the wink that's his new thing i like the wink so bad <laughs> so bad so it's good bad. uh nobody was ready for ellsworth is what they're saying um but then carmel <laughs> instructs him to say that he's better than all these lists of women including mother Teresa.
2: <laughs> <laughs> i pissed myself
1: it was great um but then, yeah, actual Asuka comes out fit to kill everyone. But then he's, she stops in the ring and waits for someone to come at her. I don't know who fucked that one up. Uh, but anyway, she attacks Jimmy Dream and Carmella kicks her, and they get out of the, they uh, uh, get out unscathed basically, apart from Jimmy Dream who got his ass kicked.
2: So we're guessing Asuka versus Jimmy Dream at Extreme Rules, and then she gets the match against Carmella at SummerSlam, which is seen as the the wrestling purists big night of the year, and Asuka beats Carmella for the title.
3: That's so far away, though. Yeah. That's way too far away.
2: It's eight weeks, seven weeks from Sunday? Eight weeks from Sunday?
1: I don't know how they're going to keep baiting Asuka out, you know, that kind of way. It
2: it has to just literally be something to do with Ellsworth. It has to be Ellsworth at Extreme Rules. They have to just go in with this intergender stuff now. This the world is is going with it. Every indie promotion is going with it. Why shouldn't and they be embracing it? Now?
1: They let him do it with, with um, Becky Lynch as well. They got a match on SmackDown, didn't they?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, they there's, so. There's, there's there's no better person uh, uh, to have for this than Ellsworth.
1: And he's. I, I'm so happy to see him back. Just. I really hope not, it's not a long term thing. I do. I really do.
2: I hope. I hope it's a. I, I hope it's a long term cool. deal where they bring him in for phases like this. Yeah, well, I don't Ellsworth, want him on my TV every week, but it, with the right storyline, he he enhances stuff, but he's not someone I want on my TV every week. He's
1: so good at everything. He gets all the basics correct. He's he's better than most of the guys they have. I whatever
2: the doubt. He,
1: he, he is the act with Carmela. She's not as good on her own.
2: No, but I, I think that she's not going to get better unless she has time being exposed on her own, which is where I think he comes and goes. Yeah. I think... <laughs> Classic Steve. <laughs> <laughs> not everything that comes out of my mouth is supposed to be dirty,
1: <laughs> but you yeah. just want to see Carmela exposed. <laughs>
2: yeah, but no, uh, she she not had, the face too much, too much of the lip fillers and shit. Yeah,
1: she's injected her whole face with poison. She, she's messed her whole face. Yeah, which is she, a
3: shame. She can be a double bagger though. You
1: know, she's uh, bag oh, on your
2: oh, head just in case hers fall oh, off. Oh, <laughs> I'm already with the That's a quadruple <laughs> bagger. Come on. <laughs>
1: she, oh, I, I she's what twenty six, twenty seven. She looks like a 40 year old That tries to be her actual age I tried to be the 26, 27 year old I don't know, anyway, it doesn't matter But yeah, anyway Let's move on Becky Lynch was going up against Billy Kay And we had an Iconics promo Beforehand And my notes are very simple Get the fucking hook Jesus H, it was painful to watch that died so many deaths, it came back to life. They, they're they terrible. They're fucking terrible.
2: Or who, whoever's...
1: Maybe not them, because they're doing it and they're they're acting it out all well. It's not their fault, but... This is bad. This was cancerous TV. Mm-hmm.
2: I, I'm the opposite. I, I don't quite hate this as much as everyone else does. Now, the thing for me is they were... They were good on NXT. They were good in this sort of a role on NXT. With similar, maybe slightly less airtime every week. But still, they were having the same sort of of a deal. Slightly different shtick, but they're coming out, running everybody down and everything. Having a little bit of a match. Run someone else down to set up something new, and off they went.
1: Which is fine tried and tested as old as the hills it works
2: always yeah. worked absolutely perfect every so often Paint might be thrown into a number one contendership match she might lose or if it's a multi-person match she gets thrown into she can get a title shot every so often gives a certain level of credibility to the two of them happy days again simple formula
1: but then they crossed the border into the main roster they
2: don't. went they left and went to a different area the multiverse and unfortunately this area the multiverse wouldn't be able to tell a fucking book in a library. Did you um, enjoy
1: the elephant impression that she did?
2: <sighs> it's bad. It's terrible. It's, it's bad. I I, I would have been, I, they, they, I don't know if there was even much of an attempt at an Irish accent this week, but it, what, what, any accent she tried was nowhere near as bad as Anthony They've done in the last few weeks. Yeah. Thanks be to Jesus. But again, I I didn't enjoy this. I, I do want to put that out. I didn't enjoy this. I'm happy to see Becky on TV always. Yeah, that girl deserves. If we've said it time and time again, if you were to put the main titles together, like your Universal title and your WWE title together, put your two women's titles together, Becky is your woman's champion.
1: Yeah,
2: hands fucking down, best they have. Sorry, Charlotte. Good fucking luck to you. I want Becky Ronda Mania.
3: So, so many people have commented on Twitter that Becky Lynch was the most over person on the entire money in the bank card. The pop. Maybe, maybe yeah. just random. Maybe
2: just random. But... but they were the two, though. That, yeah, they were above everything by a mile. AJ yeah. Styles, the guy who is going to be the face of your video game, which apparently is the reason why he kept the title. Which hmm.
1: I don't get. No, is it is the box art with
2: him and the title on it? Yeah,
1: that's fucking stupid.
2: No, no oh, the it's not. The, no, it's that's the P one hand. Oh okay. yeah, a picture from twenty sixteen. Yeah, so it's a picture from 2016 where they've just puffed his hair out as if there's a wind machine on it because that same picture was used in WWE Supercard for an event a year and a half ago. <laughs> Nerd Gordo coming out here, but yeah, this the, this segment was bad. Mm-hmm. The, you know uh, like, I, I like, feel for the iconics though, again, it's booking, booking, letting down talent here.
3: That's exactly where I was going with it. You you've both said it, it's it, you, you can't blame the vehicle you have to blame what they're being given. You know, they, they can only fucking make so many diamonds out of a
1: turd. Uh, I, I will say that I don't think Billy Kay has any business being in the ring yet.
2: She is not ready.
3: I don't know. I actually I think
1: I would nearly go the opposite. I
3: think she's the better of the two. Really?
2: Yeah. Technique technique wise, if watch some of the NXT stuff technique wise she's better. I think all around painting is better. But for basic technique Pey- Peyton has slightly faster moves but Billy has the basics down better.
3: Yeah. Now let's be honest, they're not Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Calibre yet, you know, like we're not trying to convince anyone that they are. But the, my biggest problem with this whole shtick at the minute is, you know, the difference between NXT and, and Smackdown is there's a, a lot more expectation on the main roster. You know, you have to deliver. There has to be expectation. There has to be a result of what you're doing. In NXT, it's grander. You don't see him every single week. You might get him every second week, and they're trying it with new talent. They're, they're promoting, pushing someone else over. There's stuff for them. Her moon was great on NXT. But where are they taking this? What are they doing? What's the end game of this shtick at the minute? At the minute, it's just, okay, we'll do a funny accent to you. Next week, we'll do it to someone else. But why? What? As What am I, the viewer of this, supposed to interpret from it all? And where am I supposed to invest my emotions, both good or bad? You change the channel.
2: Where, yeah, essentially the whole thing fits. I kind of is getting at this where is their end journey? Where, yeah. where am I supposed to see these actions taking them a month from now?
1: Future endeavours.
3: Yes. Well, no, I don't. I don't think that's going to happen because you know. No, but you, say, you, you but... say it
2: half in jest, but it is still true that if you watch this, you'd believe that that's where they're go.
3: Yeah, if you if you didn't know they were just freshly called up, you, if you just tuned in for the first time ever without the the knowledge of the women's revolution, evolution, demonization of men, whatever you want to call it, it's <laughs> it, it, it it's it's a case of okay, well these two are just kind of treading water, yeah. but and maybe well maybe this is where they need to look at introducing a women's tag championship, you know that would be something that would be right up their alleyway two of them as a team together against two others would mold very well and you could see this angle working out a lot better why have they not looked at bringing in a women's tag championship
2: yet i think if they do that it has to be cross-brand there's not enough yeah. women on either show to do it on one Let and i think that's case. why I, i'd love it uh tna done it a couple of years ago and it was actually some of the best knockouts matches they had at a yeah. time when the knockouts division was already doing really well yeah uh, it was around the time of the, the Gail Kim, Taryn Terrell last knockout standing match, which is one of my favorite women's wrestling matches of all time. It was fantastic. Yeah. But they brought in these knockouts tag titles and, again, had great matches. It showed every so often TNA was ahead of the curve in this shit. Mm. Speaking
1: um, of TNA. <laughs> hey. uh, did you watch the Hardys documentary?
2: haven't had a chance so, yet if you only got back late last night so I'm either good. watching it tonight or I'm watching it work tomorrow one it or the
1: was fantastic so much TNA stuff in it yes. it's weird that they say it and call them out they even give names of the pay-per-views and the yes. dates they were on they so showed the that, highlights from Victory Road yeah, the match I, with Sting yeah and they even had Bischoff on talking about it and yeah. we called this, it in the ring
2: this is a triple H deal I reckon I I, I think but
1: the fact that they're giving the dates you know Victory Road blah 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 whatever date They'll be on the network soon. They they have bought the footage. We know that because they have all the Hardy stuff. And I assume they bought... Wasn't that the story that they bought every... All the footage up to that point, we'll say, the start of this year when
2: they sold it or whatever. But, I think they'll be bought the Hardy stuff, though. I think they got the Hardy stuff as a part of no, something else.
1: They got AJ, Joe, Rude. They got the whole thing. They got it to, to do Is documentaries there? and DVDs.
3: I do be surprised if they did because they're still pushing like even there's a still at the end of it promoting the global wrestling network so I
2: I, yeah. I don't Maybe, know might be part of the deal
3: they might not want that on the WWE Network I don't know if I was a businessman in charge of WWE Network I'm thinking Jesus do I really want to be showcasing this while no, it's still an ongoing
1: concern they'll have best of AJ best the of the historic Joel, best of series Fru, you know. yeah and best yeah, of EY, all that, that sort of stuff you could do it that way that's for yeah. sure
2: um, that'd be that'd be huge for EY.
1: Yeah, he needs it. But anyway, we'll get to them. Uh, Jeff's promo was weird. I think he's Brother Nero now. Uh, knee to the face and shockwave through his body. Turns okay. around to a full reveal with face paint with eyes painted on his eyelids, but then he opens up to the, the dead white contacts.
3: Is he Brother Nero? I, I got that vibe off of him as well. Uh, he's Brother Nero, I think.
2: I, I Brother Nero are slowly transitioning to Willow. Oh God, don't do Willow.
1: He, he doesn't belong in this multiverse.
2: <laughs> he does like b- He does the weird cartwheel slap in the yeah. corner, which I always found brilliant, which I kind of yeah. want to see. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's weird.
1: It's, it's definitely more TNA era Jeff that's coming in there. But Nakamura had a similar interview. Um, he says that the ref, Renee was talking to him. Renee was like, look, I know what you're going to say. You can't speak English. And he goes, no, 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 I'll speak English. He says that the ref counted too fast and not in Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> and that it was very unfair yeah. which I thought was great but you know why is he not the champion so annoying because red shoes wasn't referee which is funny because <laughs> in Japan they count in English <laughs> <laughs> but they count to 20 count to 20 he could have used that but anyway it's yeah. that's what we're getting we're getting Nakamura and Jeff I assume, I assume Nakamura beats Jeff first time here just to give him a title
2: they need to put something on him otherwise mm-hmm. that man is he's already fucking barely treading water
1: yeah it's bad. Anyway, the Uthos are out. And this is where we get sanity. If you could see them through all the fucking camera Fuck
3: shakes. me. It was so bad. And I, I had to look so away. Bad. I
1: had to look away. I was feeling sick watching it. Yeah,
2: Which fucking match was it? Um, Becky, Billy Kay, myself and Nikki counted this. In the space of 15 seconds, 12 camera cuts.
0: Oh.
2: Because I counted, I counted five and six seconds. And in the time it took me to call it, Nikki then turned around afterwards and counted more. I'm pretty sure it was something like twelve and fifteen or something like that. It was. I I was actually getting headaches watching this. It's this is beyond a joke. This yes. is not it's, even. It's
1: it's 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 past being funny. It's, I'm
3: surprised yeah. that
1: Bam. the Epileptic
3: Association of America have not been onto WWE about this yet. It must be causing seizures across the world. Like I have
2: to have the warning about flashing images. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I legitimately looked away. I didn't even see them come into the ring. I couldn't because they kept, it, it was like a seasickness thing because they kept moving it, we'll say, left to right and then down and back up again. Yeah. Because there of chaos. Was,
2: there was three cameras they cut between. There was one behind, it was, it was definitely Be- Becky, Billy K. They cut from behind Becky. Uh, I think the two of them were trying to brawl on the ground a bit. cut from behind Becky to Hardcam over to the one behind Billy. Back to Becky, Billy, Hardcam, Billy, Becky, Hardcam, Becky, Billy. Oh. Literally be- within 15 seconds of each other I, I actually had to turn around and look away from the fucking computer screen I was actually fucking feeling dizzy watching this shit
1: Imagine how bad it's going to be when Sanity have a match That they're going to have to do this camera shit for them as well Their entrance alone, I, every time I hear their music I'm going to have to look away Because mm. that was because you know that's what's going to happen I hope yeah. to God someone stops them Anyway, death via Sanity for the Usos Didn't even have a match, was just death
2: Nope. Uh, no one else I didn't have. Didn't have no Nikki one. fucking Cross. Yeah. Mm. I think they I... saved
1: that for when, what's her name, Naomi gets involved yeah. and then Nikki Cross will pop in.
3: Yeah. But... I think that introduces her into the, I was going to say the Divas Division. Shame on me. The Women's Division very well as well because it puts her in an instant feud with Naomi.
1: Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's like um, we didn't mention at the time the, the way she passed out for Sharon Corbin at the weekend. ha. <laughs> She smiled because she knew it was over, and then just went with it. it was great. She's yeah. fucking fantastic.
3: Yeah, I was so impressed with her over the last three or four weeks. I knew she was good, but I didn't think she was that good at selling her character. But completely won over in the last two or three weeks.
1: Ah, oh, she's incredible. We'll also say
2: credit to Sharon Corbin. Really yeah. enjoyed her match at. Uh, really enjoyed her match at Takeover, but also her match at the UK tournament fucking hell surprised the hell out of me who was she Tony Storm was it Tony Uh, no obviously Again, Tony is amazing anyway Uh, Tony someone doesn't even belong in the UK brand that's not a dig at the UK brand Tony belongs in NXT if not main roster already she is that level already she is phenomenal yep oh
3: no no that's
1: that's AJ Styles she she needs to skip NXT. She's fucking. She's ready to go.
2: Yeah, she 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 is more money than Mela right now. But uh, <laughs> no, herself. Uh, the two of them I thought had a really good match and uh, probably the best out I saw from Shayna so far. So um, looking forward to watching it back, seeing that again.
1: Good Brothers against Two B, whatever they call it, Bludgeon Brothers. Why uh, why why did we have this on SmackDown again? Just because keep digging. Hmm? I don't get it. Just, anyway, the lads had a bit of an offense. They had some close calls, but eventually, Good Brothers lose. They're done. Um,
3: They're Nakamuraing
1: the Good Brothers.
3: Yeah. You know, there's only so many times you can eat a loss.
1: For anyone who's, any of the guys thinking of coming over from New Japan, just look at the Good Brothers and Nakamura and stay where you are.
2: Unless your name is Kenny Omega or Matt and Nick Jackson. For a one-shot. Uh, I don't know. I think, I think if they, I think if they came over there, I think some, they would make sure that they had some sort of control to try and prevent themselves. They, they'd be I a. Know. I don't know. I, I no. would hope they... I think they'd have more sense to design something where they know they're going into a black hole.
3: If you look at New Japan, for example, a small short tangent. They've got two stacked, well positioned, and well rivalled tag divisions: the junior heavy and the heavyweight tag divisions. You look at Raw and you look at SmackDown. Fucked.
2: Tag Wrestling is
3: dead. WWE do not give a flying fuck about tag wrestling. Why would the Young Bucks even contemplate going there? One, you'd be taking a pay cut. Two, you'd probably have a a more hectic schedule, even with the fact you're not traveling to Asia every month. Why would you do that to yourself?
2: I would literally love to see the Young Bucks against the whole NXT tag division.
1: Um, Kenny had mentioned there was an interview recently he says uh, the going there is the payday at the end of your career when you're beat up. So that's the way he looks at it.
2: He's, he's not wrong at this stage. But, yeah, I don't know. I just look I look at matches and what I'd love to see. And, yeah, there's a couple of dream matches on the main roster. But just for actual what it could do for tag team wrestling, you put the Young Bucks in there with pretty much any team on that NXT roster. Revival. Oh, stop.
1: Young Bucks oh. Revival
2: i i i cried i i actually I, I actually left the room and went to the jacks when revival's music hit <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: they're they're another like just like the good brothers they're done
2: yeah dead oh, on shame. arrival Heartbroken.
1: it's they were the best tag team in the world lads i'd mm-hmm. say they were better than the
2: young bucks the, them against Lorkin and birch and that is one of the hardest hitting tag matches you'll ever see in your life
1: speaking of hard hitting Nice little thing here. We we'll go straight into it. The gauntlet match to decide the next challenger at AJ. Mm. Uh started off with Big E. Brian was out to face Big E and he beat them basically. But they de- he did the genocide dive on Brian, which I don't think he should be doing. Um oh. Brian That's a great name by the way. Oh genocide <laughs> dive, yeah. yeah. I have I'm a way of with the or leg drop and the genocide dive is the way to go. Um, Joe was out next, and then they, it was this horribly scary part where Joe missed catching him for a, kind of a scoop slam out of a toss into the ropes, and Brian didn't tuck his chin, and he dropped him on his head. It was fucking crazy.
3: Yeah. That
1: was scary.
3: Like, that should not happen when you've got Joe and Brian involved. Did, did that, oh no, we're
1: breaking up. Did that finish 2 0?
3: It's gone into kind of injury time. Oh my God. They're out. Uh, not yet, but Did possibly. They, a point? they got a point first day.
1: Did they? <laughs> yeah. They drew in Iceland. Oh, they're gone. They're fucked. Anyway. One point after two games for Argentina. <laughs> Good luck editing that one.
2: <laughs> I'm not editing that one. This is just a great day for the Paris. <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: if you didn't know, we were recording on Thursday.
2: <laughs> um, yeah.
1: Brian, very lucky. Very, very lucky here. Uh, don't like all this shit. But anyway. who's not so
2: lucky right now. Messi. Yeah. <laughs> hey, get
3: fucked. Uh
1: The Bludgeon Brothers come out and attack Brian after Joe got counted out. I assume that was where Cass was supposed to come out and they've uh, started the Bludgeon Brothers in. Yeah. yeah. What are they how are they gonna get out of this one?
2: Are they gonna say it's dating back to the Wyatt family where Brian turned his back on the Wyatt family when he left no. him in that cage match spot where he was up on top of the cage going, Yes, yes, yes That's in the boilers.
3: What I, what the the logic in Smackdown World for this was that Daniel Bryan came out to the ring for the Gauntlet match as the Bludgeon Brothers were leaving the ring from their tag match. So he interrupted them leaving the, the arena and they had a bit of a standoff and that's how they made logic of it. Yeah. But it was still very, very bad. It was definitely where a cast
1: was supposed to come out. Honestly,
2: yeah, their logic is looser than pages.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs>
2: We almost got through Smackdown with a page joke. I had, to fuck something can... in there. I had to get something in there, which yeah. is also her catchphrase.
3: <laughs> You're a bad man, Gordo. <laughs> bad man. Oh, well played.
1: Um, but this is where Miz comes out and hits the skull crushing finale and pins him. Um, and then Rusev comes out and Rusev wins it. He's the number one contender. What in the holy fuck? Rusev is the best. Rusev number one.
2: Ronaldo is the best. Ronaldo number one. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Different sport. Um, Different shark dead. Sweet Jesus. What Could this have been the most glorious of Rusev days no, so far?
1: Nobody saw that coming. Did you
3: see his face when the Miz tapped out? Just literally, he was elated Rusev. And this is the first time he will have a one-on-one championship match for the WWE title in WWE. That's
2: crazy. Weirder things have happened, lads. Weirder things have happened. Jinder Mahal won a fucking title only a year and a bit ago. (laughs) Obviously, he's not going to win, but... Uh, Could you argue that AJ's round is getting a bit stale and maybe try something new? You, you You have this TV deal coming. There needs to be more star power. You need to take a chance on someone now before before all that money comes into it and there's that added expectation. So they have, between now and when that new TV deal kicks in, to try this new shit. Mm. As soon as you become a billion-dollar TV show, you have that expectation. You have to fucking do it. Speaking of expectation, the expectation on Argentina this year to fucking do so great, ah, ah, ah. Eh, eh, Croatian eh. motherfuckers! Fuck you, Messi! (laughs) I'm a Liverpool fan, and even I am fucking saying Ronaldo is the best. Ronaldo number one. But yeah, I I don't know. Go back to this W B shit. The 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 shit stuff that we've had to deal with lately has the whole thing. This Nakamura feud. They need to do something. Everyone is now at a stage where they're saying, this AJ run, because of this Nakamura feud, AJ still having the title is a bad thing now. Even if it is him losing the title temporarily, why not give it to Rusev?
3: Okay, look at the mechanics then. You're you're looking at Extreme Rules, which is, what, three or four weeks away. You've got AJ Styles, the biggest face in the company, versus Rusev, the biggest face that is a heel. How do you position this over the next few weeks, and legitimately take the belt off AJ?
1: You have to completely go with Rusev and go face with him because AJ can work the match heel. Doesn't necessarily mean he turns heel, but he can he can work that match as the the bad guy in it, and you call it in the ring. Yeah, cool. How do you justify that though? How do you justify AJ
3: being the the best that he is? And losing to Rusev clean. How do you justify that?
2: Well, yeah. Well, he can work pissed off at the fact that the crowd have turned on him. And that that gets gets in his head. And there's a moment of rashness where he might go for one extra phenomenal forearm that causes him to fucking overshoot and he turns into a kick. And that kick turns into a sneaky... uh, turns into a fucking pin or go into an accolade, whichever way you want to do it. Or... Maybe he goes for something different. Maybe he goes for a springboard 450 after after a forearm, but he plays to the crowd a bit too much because the crowd have gotten into his head. Play off, don't play off Rusev. Play off the crowd's reaction being more towards Rusev rather than the AJ. Yeah. Go from the thing of how the crowd have been so behind him during the Nakamura feud, because Nakamura has been such a cunt, mm-hmm. into how now the crowd is completely against AJ because of Rusev. And use that as the mechanism then to flip it to Asia becoming a bit rash doing something stupid. As I said, it doesn't have to be a long term feud for, uh, it doesn't to be a long term thing for Usev. But it's something that I said years ago to, uh, about the whole Ziggler thing where if someone is able to put the words former WWE champion after them or in their introduction, it can add something to them once it's done oh, right. The way they've done it with Ziggler, they fucking screwed the pooch on it completely.
3: Look at the miz though.
2: Yeah, you can always turn around. He's always believable that someone that if they don't do things right, they can put him back in the title picture. You, you could do that again um, with Ziggler, then white little bit of booking you could do it with Ziggler. So maybe have Rusev with that that if something came up a year or two down the line that they need something. Like when they put the whole R Truth in with John Cena thing at the time, no one ever <laughs> thought R Truth <laughs> would leave him with a fucking title. But if we say you had someone like Rusev who might have had the same sort of book as Truth had back then, but you push him into that with the whole thing of he is a forward champion. Mm-hmm. That's a bit of I don't know, that's, that's my thoughts on it. But. I
3: wonder, have we overlooked the possibility of the Good Brothers being somehow involved here because it was weird like I said, that the fact that they had the second match against the Bludgeon Brothers and lost again. You, know, you could put them down as a frustrated tag team and using heelish ways to get over uh, can you tie that in with AJ Styles possibly using heelish ways because of the crowd reaction and possibly form them together to be baller Club substitute Smackdown, whatever you want to call them? You know, is there is there a possibility that that could happen if you're going to lean AJ towards a heelish turn or something like that? But either Which,
1: way, AJ is going to win.
2: Just I'm going to go the opposite way. I want to go the opposite way. I want to go the way of the, the Good Brothers' turn on AJ and basically say, you brought us over here thinking it was greener pastures. Look what we've had.
1: True, true. You wrap that one up there.
2: Yeah, <laughs> the day, it could go either way, but at the end, at least we're talking about it. We're actually interested to see where it goes sure. as we were getting to the end of the Nakamura feud. All we're thinking is, I can't fucking wait for this to be over. Yep. So it's good. Um, it's actually getting people invested in shit again. So that's, I, that's a positive in my eyes, at least. A and glorious Rusev. Uh,
3: in in, the, in my review, I, the one line I did say is that when it came down to the Miz and Rusev, I actually didn't care who won because it was going to be something new, something fresh. I was just happy that Daniel Bryan didn't win, and not because I didn't want Daniel Bryan in it, but it just felt like it was set up for him to win. It coming from first to win, it, it was like, oh. it's It'd like two forced. It's like when John Cena got eliminated out of the Elimination Chamber first, like two years ago, when he lost the belt to um, Bray Wyatt. Just had that feeling about it. So that that that's why I I quite like the Gauntlet match this and, week.
1: And Brian hasn't signed a contract yet either, so mm-hmm. not going to be doing anything serious with him until he does. Mm-hmm. If you don't like it, then motherfucker die first. So that'll probably do it, lads. I think Gordo's just getting ready. You can see it; the plugs are just spinning in his head. Can you do I, it?
2: Everything is spinning around me. I'm very tired. <laughs> I'm a couple of cans deep at this stage. Uh five. Five cans deep on very little sleep.
1: Nice. Uh, so can you do it? Can you tell people? Can you get it up?
2: Bitch, please. That's never a fucking that's never an issue. I have tablets to help with that. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of these tablets, you can buy them on the internet. If you have <laughs> any sort of an email, you may have received spam for this certain drug called Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> the, the different plugs. We're not. We're not. We're not going for plug and prescription drugs no, this week, We're not making we? any money off that. They're, they're making plenty off me. I tell you that. So, oh, do we make money?
1: Take us home.
3: bluechew.com
2: It's your tube of Viagra. <laughs> And if, and if you need to stretch yourself out after all of that roachy roachy sex I have something just <laughs> for you you can use a, a certain program that is developed by an old friend of mine an old buddy, a work colleague my friend, DDP Yoga go to ddpyoga.com and use promo code Jericho for 25% off <laughs>
1: 25 that's not a bad deal
2: I don't know how much it is I have to listened to Jericho in a few weeks uh, <laughs> but if, if if but. Like how I haven't to listened to Jericho, I do listen to good wrestling podcasts, such as oh, us oh, folks oh. here at the Alleged Wrestling Podcast, which you can find on youtube.com. You will need to search for 2 Sports. We do upload some clips from our podcast here from some of our more controversial topics, such as my hatred of Bobby Lashley, my hatred of Coach, my hatred of a lot of other things. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you can find stuff such as our live reaction podcast after most pay-per-views. Unfortunately, we did the Money in the Bank this week, because... Uh, half of us were uh, indisposed and the other half were quite twisted from having to watch that shit storm that was Money in the Bank.
1: I was far
3: too drunk at that point to do anything.
2: Exactly. See, we're nice. We, we knew that other people would be drinking to excess so we figured we wouldn't waste any of your time. So we're nice. I
3: made you. homemade cocktails. <laughs>
2: Fitz was on the toilet duck again. <laughs> uh, if you want to if you want to catch some of our live tweet alongs with Raw, Smackdown and all WWE pay-per-views along with a couple of new Japan shows where possible you can catch us on Tibber com forward slash tuber wrestling. Uh, you can also catch us on Facebook if you go to facebook.com forward slash 2BitSports. As I said, youtube.com you will need to search for 2 Bit Sports. We don't quite have a name yet. We need a couple of more subscribers, so bring a friend, uh, give it a subscription, like a few videos. The subscription is the important part. We need to get a few more so we can actually get a name so this plug doesn't feel so forced and overly commercialized every week. You can also find us on soundcloud.com. Again, just go to uh, for 2 Sports, and you'll be able to find all of our back catalogue of these 2 about wrestling podcast, the alleged wrestling podcast. Um, again, we, we get angry, we talk shit. Essentially, we talk about something we love, and we we like to think other people think the same way as us. So, listen to a couple of them. Let us know what you think on the likes of Facebook and Twitter. Any feedback we get makes our makes it possible for us to improve what we do. Be honest, we probably won't listen to half of you anyway, but. Yeah, people yeah, are the worst. You, you'll feel you'll feel you'll feel like you helped um, again we're also on the likes of iTunes Stitcher all the other podcast apps that the likes of iTunes and SoundCloud also feed into uh, again just search for alleged wrestling podcast or two with sports and you'll find us uh, if you're on iTunes give us give us another five star review we're, we're Van Damme fans here we want five stars <laughs> we're all about the five stars like my uh, Jurassic World
1: parks at the moment, I'm on, uh, I'm on the fourth island and I'm at 4.75, I just cannot
2: get that You're so close, you're nearly, you're nearly at the level of Gargano Champa
1: There's only so many T-Rexes you can put into a place before it starts killing everything
2: God, Well that's the problem when you bring ones in that are agitated <laughs> Speaking of agitated, we were a bit agitated watching Roman factor this week, unfortunately uh, the, the shows happen better, happen worse but uh, if you want to read our reviews of those every week, along with any reviews of the likes of WWE pay-per-views, we also have some articles up about video games, football, anything that crosses our mind, really. Our main hub for all of our articles is 2bitsports.com. Post a couple of things every week, just just enough that we're not going to completely you know, spam you. and You're going to have to be reading it for a couple of hours. Just what really crosses our mind and we think you need to know about. You can find it all, as I said, on 2bitsports.com. And again, if you want to find it, just keep up to date with everything as of when it comes out, it'll all be posted on our Facebook account, which is facebook.com forward slash 2 bit sports. So like us, follow us, do all that stuff Jericho says to do,
1: but for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. We can maybe try and grow the Twitter a bit more as well at 2 wrestling. Follow, do that sort of stuff. RT, like, copy, paste, uh, computers, all those sorts of things, bicycles. First.
2: Road dog, if you're listening, just fucking retweet the podcast one, will you, lad? Come on, we need to get a few more fucking listeners on this shit. I don't
1: know. Every time something happens, I'm almost thinking of blocking
2: Road dog. Well, apparently he has us blocked, if you believe news sites. Yes.
1: But yeah, that'll do it again. Um, Nicky died in the middle of the podcast. He's gone to his home planet. But uh, we reckon he'll be back next week, Friday, around 6 (laughs) p.m. Yeah, we're thinking of that now. We're like, we'll see you again next Friday because this totally happened this Friday. Giving away the Argentina score as it happens. But anyway, shut up. Say goodbye, boys. Goodbye, boys.